Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Hey, Blue. We are the Baseball Umpires podcast for umpires by an umpire. We're more than just balls and strikes and outs and safes. Listen for tips, rule interpretations, equipment and attire reviews, interviews with umpires of all levels, and some funny stories that might come up every time out on the baseball field. If you're new to the field as an umpire or a seasoned vet in the world of umpiring, then this is the podcast for you. Hey Blue, the Umpire Podcast is part of the 1420 Sports Bar group of podcasts on the Belly Up Network. Hey, Blue, number 10, the uh, Umpires Podcast for Umpires by an Umpire, brought to you by PlayCrate and PlayCrate.com. Give the gift of baseball uh, and have it delivered right to your door uh, once a month uh, at PlayCrate.com. We haven't done one of these for quite some time, about uh, two weeks, I believe it's been at, at least. Uh, lots going on at 1420 World Headquarters, so I don't uh, always have a chance to uh, to hop on and discuss this, but uh, I thought I'd get back on. I put the, the idea out to the uh, Facebook universe and Facebook world and Twitterverse and the whole bit about uh, the next show that we're going to do and discuss. And it's, it's something that happens, two things that happen at every baseball game, no matter what. Two, hopefully, don't happen every baseball game because that can get a little bit hairy. Uh, but it's something that you you try to teach, but there's no real right way or wrong way to 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 teach this because every person's wired a little bit differently and how you uh, discuss things on a a person by person basis can, can, uh, can lead to how this gets perceived. But we're going to talk today about uh, four big words, ignore, acknowledge, warn, and eject. Like I said, no matter what, you're going to have uh, an ignore and acknowledge situation in every baseball game. It doesn't matter if you had, you're having a great, perfect game, if you're having a subpar game or, or an average game or whatever it may be, um, but you're going to have situations where you need to ignore and you're going to have situations, no matter what, where you're going to need to acknowledge. Uh, the ignore thing, it can be uh, a, a a bit tricky at times because no matter what you do, you're going to have chirping from the dugout. You're going to have chirping from the stands. You're going to have chirping uh, from the catcher, maybe from the pitcher, from the batter, no matter what. Like there, there's just no way. Everybody always thinks that they're right. Nobody uh, ever wants to admit they're wrong or inadequate or whatever it may be. Uh, the parents don't want to think that little Billy or, or little Becky uh, doesn't know what they're doing up at the plate or while they're pitching. So parents can be a bit ruthless behind you, but a lot of times you we're trying to teach this a lot more at our clinic here in Southern Alberta is that to hear everything, but don't listen. Uh, and it's a tough thing to do because sometimes uh, just the, the wrong word uh, can push you over the edge a little bit and can, uh, it's something that can be so simple that they, that people didn't mean to, um, Offend can send a person over the edge on, on both sides of, of the of the uh, of the field, uh, and it can be quite uh, quite tough to do. And then some guys can uh, go out there acting as cops, and then some guys they they might let a little bit more go and might let everything go and just don't even acknowledge things, and and the games can just uh, end up going by quite easily. But uh, pitch by pitch, big pitchers is one thing that we really need to learn is that a lot of times uh, coaches, managers, players from the dugout they don't even really 
really know what they're saying half the time. Um, they're just saying things maybe to uh, motivate their their pitcher a little bit, saying they're, they're doing a good job, uh, they, they, they didn't miss that, don't worry about it, whatever it may be. Um, but it, uh, it's, it can be a situation where you... Um, most things being said, it's just casual BS. It's it's nothing directed at the umpire. There's no way possible that a, a coach, especially at uh, at amateur levels, uh, like that they and lower levels, that there's no way that they're they're going out there to try to get thrown out of a game or to disturb the umpire. I think most people who are involved in the baseball world are quite uh, logical. They they they're out there for the the good of the the children, they're the good of the the kids, the good of the teenagers. Uh, most parents are out there for the good of the of, of their kid and the good of their team, and they they just want their team to uh, to go out and have some fun, maybe win a baseball game and everything else. Most games don't involve um parents thinking that their kids going to uh, get a uh college scholarship out of a, a u12 game or whatever it may be or a, a u15 game or, or what you know what you, everybody knows what i'm getting at here but in general uh most situations you can just ignore and you don't even have to look like if you miss a pitch nobody knows more than you that you missed a pitch and so you just look ahead if somebody says something like where where'd that miss where was that don't even acknowledge it. Just look ahead. Maybe say something to the catcher uh, between innings or on the way back. Say, yeah, maybe I missed that or, or whatever. Or, or say something along the lines of, or, or where, where, where was that? Where did you have that pitch? And the catcher, if you, like once they get a little bit older, they'll acknowledge you. They'll they'll, they'll keep looking ahead as well, and they, they won't cause a um, a disturbance or a scene. I guess is one way way of doing it. Um, they'll forget by the next pitch, and they'll just move on. So if you the, the more that you can ignore, and the and, and the thicker skin that you have, the better off you're going to be. Um, the problem is, is that you have to do that with both sides and both and both coaches, managers, teams, whatever however you want to put it, both sets of parents. Because if you if you favor one person and, and give and give the acknowledgement and the warning, we'll get to that in a second here. But if you if you don't give um, both sides the same uh, patience, respect, whatever you want to call it, if you if you favor one side or the other, you're going to get yourself into uh, going to. I got I got I have to quit saying gonna. I'm I'm almost fifty years old. It's going to. Uh, if you if you're going, you have to give. The uh, both sides of respect and the patience, uh, because it, it'll make your your life a lot easier. And like I said, uh, most things aren't being said to you; they're just saying being said towards you in your vicinity. Don't listen; it doesn't matter. Hear it. Don't listen, because once you start, once you start hearing everything and uh, or listening to everything, you're it's human nature to start reacting. And no matter what, if you get a bunch of it's what's the old saying you throw enough shit in the wall something's bound to stick if you're getting enough stuff thrown your way you're bound to something's bound to stick to your your ribs a little bit and you're something's bound to um set you off the uh in in a way that might not be um easy to get out of so my advice to most young umpires at our at our clinic is to just look ahead and don't worry about it because the next pitch is is the next most important one big pitcher umpires know more than anybody uh maybe the catcher but umpires know more than anybody uh if they missed a pitch if they missed a call at first base if they miss a stolen base second base like the, the, they'll they'll know like the, the, 
the, the umpire, no matter what level you're at, if you're if you're just getting into it, or if you're a 40-year vet, you'll you you're the one who knows more than anybody, and it'll stick to your ribs more than it'll stick to the, the players because they'll move on to the next play. We don't really per se get a next play because we we see another pitch, we get that right. Most games uh, they take care of themselves, but when we get a chance to shine and we we don't get it right, that's when it uh, it starts to eat at you a little bit. But you, you you try to move on to the next pitch, and you just try to move on to the next play, and, and you forget about it. And if like I said, if you're if you're the one who made the mistake and didn't get it right. The, the umpire is the one who's going to know. So the best thing is to just it's, it's ignore any criticize, criticism that, that gets thrown your way, which can be tough, but if you just look ahead, get the ball back and play, move on to the next pitch, and then work hard to make sure you get the next next one right, that's the most important part. That's the most important thing as an umpire do can do is worry about the next one. Sometimes it might be the end of a game where you got something wrong, so you can't, you might not get the next one for a couple of days or for, you know, you after you you, uh, you change and go for the double header and then you're back on the bases for the next one so you might there might be some time in between but most of the time most calls don't end end a game and and that's just the way it is like 99.9 percent of the time most games are uh decided between the two teams and and that's just the way things are and people do get a little revved up when an umpire uh does get one wrong but big picture i don't i think most coaches most managers most parents that they 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 know hopefully if they don't that's on them and that's their 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 upbringing bad parenting but that's the one thing that you can you can look at is that go out there get your calls right as much as you can but don't be a cop do not go out there being a cop and i try to teach that at our clinic a lot is you're just there to call ball strikes out safe box infield flies and the rest go out there try to get the calls right and when somebody chirps just ignore it just let it go just let it go as much as you can don't be a cop don't don't go looking for trouble because if you know what no matter what if you go looking for trouble you're going to find it and the 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 result might not be in fact you know what it won't be something that you like um it's it, throwing guys out of games and getting in yelling matches in games and everything else and then having situations where it, where it's uncomfortable not only for for the umpire the coaches the parents the, the players it, it makes for a long afternoon or a long evening and, that, and that's not a lot of fun and that's not why we go out there to do it so my, my biggest uh thing when i would teach the clinic i said like, don't be a cop if you miss a pitch just look straight ahead and get ready for the next one because that pitch is the most important if that if that uh, one-two curve ball that you called a ball changed the outcome of a game in the, in the third inning, well, that's that's an anomaly, and don't uh, you don't worry about it. Work the next pitch and get it right. So, the biggest thing is you, you you ignore no matter as as much as you can. But here's the but: the chirping needs to end early. Because no matter what, you're going to have the chirping. It's going to happen. Like I said, there, there's going to be a situation. And it, when it starts getting directed at you um, a lot more, per se, and it becomes an every pitch situation from a dugout, uh, I don't think a catcher will do it very much. A catcher is usually your friend. But with maturity and experience, you can learn how to... Um, acknowledge the situation in a way where it's not it's not confrontational and you're not looking for trouble uh within the the, the lines of the baseball field and with it with and, and outside the uh the, the fence where the parents are sitting uh you you need to acknowledge things and something like a a simple glance over a dugout something like a simple uh, look over at a, at a coach or a player uh 
the way you stand. Don't be aggressive, but be assertive when you're doing it. Because if you're aggressive, once again, you're being a cop, and then they, they, then they think you're you're looking for trouble, and they get their guard up, and then they come looking for trouble as well. So the biggest thing is to to be assertive but not aggressive when it comes to that situation. If you sometimes you look in the dugout, you might get a situation like I had last summer. Um, Jason from Regina, uh, we've heard the story before about the ejection I had. I he uh, wasn't too happy with the call that I had, um, but it, I called a strike, stood by it. Whatever happened, um, I heard some banging and clanging over in the, in the dugout. Uh, so I it was the kid that struck out. He was throwing his bat around, his helmet around, kind of having a bit of a hissy fit in the in the second inning of a baseball game. And I, I just I just looked over, and I wasn't being um, I wasn't being aggressive. I I just uh, it's just instinctual for me to look over when you hear crashing and banging. Like no matter what where you are in your house, if you hear a crash and a bang, you're going to go look right. So I I just I basically just looked over. And Jason chirped off. He said, don't worry about what's going on over here. Worry about the strike zone. Okay, good enough. Whatever. I just, I just turned my head and I, I mentioned somehow, oh, Jesus, some, someone's having a bad day or whatever. And I kind of made a joke of it and, and the rest, the rest was history. I thought, but whatever. So I just, sometimes I'll look over can cause trouble as well, but just look over. Don't, don't put your hands in your hips. Just sometimes just to look over. And most times a manager knows that you mean business and a manager will know that it's not a, um, an aggressive thing to say, okay, yep, there, there it is. There's the line. Uh, I just crossed it. Maybe, maybe I should just shut my app and, and then most times it'll stop it. Right. And, uh, it's, it's, it's quite simple to, to do that, to just look over some, some players, some, some coaches, some managers don't like you looking at the dugout at all. Cause you think you're being a cop. I look over all the time. Like they just kind of, I, I enjoy like I'm having fun out there, especially when I'm maybe at first base. I'm just having a BS, and like you make a call on, on a check swing, and they say something. You can just look over and have a laugh about it. And uh, I have a line on a check swing that's not even close. And I, without a, if it's if it's no no swing, instead of just saying no, he didn't. I, I say not even not even a little bit is what I say all the time. And usually the, the 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 guys in first the first base dugout they have a chuckle about it, or the third base dugout if I'm if I'm, if I'm on third they have a laugh about it. So I lick in it, and I'm. Just just out there to have a good time and get the calls right and do that. So sometimes like, guys do get a little revved up when you're looking at a dugout. Most don't, but sometimes uh, you can have some have some fun and looking over doesn't get uh, people revved up. But looking over uh, and finding a way to do it, it comes with maturity and it comes with experience. A simple glance over, it's 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 probably the easiest way is to acknowledge that you can uh, don't. Don't get in a, in, a, in a situation where you're yelling across the field and not, not yelling, but just loud talking, I guess, is one, one way of putting it. Saying something to the coach, like saying something, I heard you. Um, that, that's one way you could go about acknowledging that. I, I wouldn't recommend that for a simple fact. Like I said, you're, you're starting to, um, getting raised voices across the field and then they think that you got you got uh thin skin i guess is one way of putting it and just saying something to the catcher um acknowledging to the catcher hey where'd you have that did i miss that where where was that what okay here and and Something simple saying, t- like telling the truth can get you out of a lot of trouble too. Like between innings, you can have a simple conversation that can be uh, a lot more personable. If the coach is coming by, going around, he goes, hey, where'd you have that? Or you could say to him, hey, where'd you have that? And if he says up or down or in or out or whatever, whatever they say, it doesn't matter. You can't change the pitch. But having a conversation that will diffuse uh, the situation is is a lot better than letting things fester and and pretending that it didn't happen uh because if you if you pretended it didn't happen it, they'll, they'll go back and say uh you missed that one too you missed that one too remember in the third yeah yeah but you'll get a lot more respect if you if you tell the truth and you you say things that uh, might um 
get you more to a human level uh, with the coaches and with the players and with the parents and everything else. And, like I wouldn't recommend uh, saying stuff to the fans or parents or anything, but maybe a smile or a uh, that's on me or, or like don't admit being wrong, but kind of go, yeah, I'll try harder next time. I, I might've missed that one. I had that, I had it differently, you know, just twist the truth a little bit. I'm not saying lie, but just twist the truth a little bit. And, um, like I said, don't be afraid if, if you, if you flat out missed one, which happens. I mean, I, I, I had a few that last summer, um, where I missed one a hundred percent when, when the inning was over, um, you just uh, turn your head and you say to the catcher, yeah, when that, that one's on me and the use your catcher as a middle person between you and the manager, because the catcher is going to come back out going to, he's going to come back out and, and have a conversation with you. And he'll be your, he'll be your friend. And he'll say, yeah, coach said this or coach said that, or whatever it's going to be. A, Kids can be really honest, um, a lot more honest than, than coaches can be. So it's very important to to make friends with your catcher. I mean, don't don't invite each other over for drinks or whatever afterwards. But um, just having a conversation with the catchers and being being truthful and say, yeah, maybe I missed that one. I, I had that up. I had that down. Then there's a conversation that that gets that gets out there, and you can they can be your friend and they can they can help you out. And they'll, I'll try hard, but. And it stay it stay out of that long conversation between coaches because you get in a situation where if you acknowledge one side, you got to make sure you acknowledge the other side the same way, and that and that can be really tough because you you might uh, if you just look over one way and then say I heard you the other way, that can turn into a situation for an umpire, especially the home plate guy, where you're you're battling you're battling two two opposable forces because one guy's going to push it a little bit further than the next guy, so you have to be fair, you have to be um, completely uh, bipartisan no matter what as we try to try to do in the umpire profession because if you, if you don't and you, you look like you're playing favorites even though you're not if you look like you're you're playing 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 favorites it turns into a situation where perception is everything it's not the truth but perception is everything uh, and, and that can be a really bad thing so acknowledging is it's a tough way to do things don't get in a yelling match across the field it's something as simple as a, as a head nod or, or shaking your head a little bit like no um can be can be that it can be that simple uh talking to the catcher is very important and because like i said you can just have a conversation where the catcher's looking forward and you're looking forward and no, nobody can tell you're having a conversation and that can make your life so much, so much easier throughout a seven-inning game, a nine-inning game, a six-inning game, whatever it may be. It's just having that that um, not a whole bunch of talk with the, the other people on, on the field because the more people that you bring into a situation, the more uh, likely human beings are to screw things up because that's what human beings tend to do. So ignoring and acknowledging, those are two things that are going to happen no matter what in every single baseball game, no matter how great you, you are, no matter how bad you are, no matter what kind of game you're having, having there is going to be a situation at every level of baseball where you're going to have to ignore a manager a coach a player whatever else and then you're going to have to acknowledge them because if you don't acknowledge them they will they will drive you crazy and they will drive each other crazy and you have a whole kind of a Donnybrook on the field so ignoring and acknowledging is is such a huge thing in a baseball game that you really need to to get a handle on and and, and it comes with experience more than anything but it's it's something that happens every game and something we're trying to teach at our clinic on a on a we, on a bi-weekly basis. Our numbers are coming up to that, and that's a good thing for our clinic that's happening bi-weekly. For those listening to the show, we're, we're going to do two of them, two more before Christmas. Today's the uh, the fourth because if, if not, we do it on Christmas Eve. We don't want to do that. So we're going to take, uh, we've got two more to go before Christmas is over, uh, uh, before Christmas comes, and then we'll come back to it on the seventh. But anyways, hey, Blue, 
the all umpire edition uh edition of the 1420 sports bar podcast we're available wherever you get your podcasts brought to you by plate crate and plate crate.com use our personalized link and save 10 percent at plate crate.com today and uh, bring the gift of baseball to your door all year long make it christmas all year long with plate crate subscribe to plate crate and receive a different baseball themed crate that includes gear snacks training aids accessories and apparel delivered right to your door every month it'll be just like christmas morning for that baseball or softball player in your family plate crate also has apparel and gifts for baseball parents or coaches as well just click on our personalized link sign up and give the gift of baseball this holiday season at platecrate.com today For stocking stuffers this holiday season, go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app and purchase tickets for an upcoming game, concert, or show. And by using our promo code 1420POD, you will save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase at SeatGeek.com. And who doesn't like saving money, especially at this time of year? That's promo code 1420POD and get your seat in a seat at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app today. Sports Bar Podcast is happy to have teamed up with Ruckin Sports just in time for the holiday season. With golf, baseball, softball, lacrosse, and soccer training accessories, Ruckin Sports has all the home or gym training gear you will ever need. Each product is, is designed to stand up to the most rigorous practice settings. Use promo code 1420RUCK at checkout and receive 10% off your purchase at Rocket Sports. Rocket Sports was founded by athletes for athletes and all their products are engineered to, high, to the highest standards and come with our fair play guarantee and a lifetime warranty. Go to rocket.com and look for all the gift ideas for the weekend warrior or the serious athlete in your life today. Once again, that's 1420RUKK for 10% off at checkout. When you purchase a rocket, come to win. This portion of Hey Blue is brought to you by our newest sponsor, just in time for the holiday season, Rocket Sports. Use promo code 1420RUCK. That's 1420RUKK for all your sports training needs, soccer, golf, baseball, all kinds of netting and all the all the stuff. It's actually quite quite good. It's uh, something I'm, I'm going to look into for sure to maybe practice on my golf swing a little bit and get a net back there because uh, didn't play enough last year, but maybe get it going again this year. But uh, before the ranges open everything else, you can set it up in your basement, set it up in your garage, and it was all kinds of stuff there at Rocket Sports. We'll get into that in a second. Anyways, the uh, the greasy part of a baseball game, the part that nobody in general likes, 99.999% of it don't like it. Uh, some guys are only out there for it, it seems. But uh, the greasy part of a, of a baseball game that nobody enjoys, and it, it puts a damper on the game for the kids, the parents, the fans, the the players, the, uh, the, the coaches, everybody is uh, – 
the warning and ejection part of a, of a baseball game and part of the umpiring world and something that uh, happens far too often, in my opinion. Uh, like I said, I had a couple last year. One of them was a little bit quick. The other one was warranted. They're out of both were. But um, sometimes, especially at the lower levels, it seems to not happen enough and it should happen more. Sometimes at the mid-levels, it happens way too often because guys are out there being uh, being cops and the, the whole bit and looking for trouble and uh, having uh, rabbit ears, as they say, because uh, we, we, we've all had those a time or two, no matter what level or what we're doing in our personal lives where we we uh, we hear too much and instead of just listening for the stuff that matters. But anyways, uh, the warning uh, and ejection part of a baseball game, it, it always causes, it, it just causes such, such problems no matter what because it gets so childish at times with what you say to a coach or what you say to a manager or what you say to a player and then one coach will take it the other way and then the guy down the other line he takes it another way and it can become so childish in the big picture and again it doesn't much matter because most uh, people who listen to this show, uh, we're, we're doing games that are, that are basically, well, all games are just for fun. That's why they're called games. But in general, most of the games, big picture, um, they're, there's not even stats. It's teams that play against teams. It's it's more a, a lot more than it was uh, 15, 20, 30 years ago where teams uh, mattered more. Now you got so many travel teams, kids don't even know who they're playing with. So most most kids are, are basically out there for themselves and their own. Uh, this is my opinion only. This is what I've seen. But most kids and parents are out there for their own um well-being i guess they don't really care who wins a whole bunch they just uh trying to build a resume for themselves and, and move on to another level but uh there, there's, there's so many uh situations to come up where there, there is yelling and barking because there is money involved and there is uh financial interest and everything else and and parents do invest a lot in their kids and coaches are getting paid and coaches because there's so many teams and coaches are trying to move to a different level and they're, they're not just coaching the like butter maker for the bad news bears back in the 70s uh and that kind of deal there isn't there isn't that many situations where you have guys who are just coaching for the betterment of baseball. Uh, they are coaching for a situation where they, they can advance to a, another level. And so you do get situations where there are warnings and where, where there are ejections. And like I said, the warnings can be, be so, uh, you, you can word things so so improperly can cause you a little bit more more problems a few weeks back um guy was saying we were, we were kind of just chirping a little bit trying to have some fun trying to poke poke some fun and and uh see what the the younger guys the cadets is john galante from uh the uh tri-state elite umpire association what he said um you know he, how they were having a thing i was watching how they just chirp a little bit at the umpires see their reaction so we, we we did the same thing at our clinic a few weeks back and uh <clears throat> had one of the younger guys, one of the cadets, I guess they're, they're called. He said, uh, I've just about had enough or, or that's just about enough. I can't remember the exact wording of it. And I said, Oh man, you just, you just opened it up for both sides to really get at you now because w when is enough enough? Because you, you, when you say I've just about, okay, what, when, when have you had enough? Right. Like I say, if, if you've had enough, then, then, then that's it. You're, he's, he's gone. Right. But I've just about had enough. That's opened it, opened it up for both sides, uh, both, whether it be players, coaches, managers, parents, whoever, um, to really open it up and go to the nut to another level. Because if you allow it to get to a certain level on one side, you gotta, you gotta let it go to the next level or to that exact same level uh, on the other side. Right. So you really got to watch how you word things because people can be so childish. And the biggest thing is when you get to uh, this warning stage of a baseball game as an umpire, you really got to remember what you said and having your 
your uh, lineup card in your pocket with your pen working and everything else. It's quite important to to remember what you said because you're, the all-important uh, report that you have to do post-game, uh, it's got to be truthful and it's got to be accurate because if it's not, you get yourself into a heap of trouble that you get, it gets you into a he said, uh, she said situation and you don't want to get in that in, in anything uh, because the court of public opinion is not going to be in your favor, especially when it comes to umpires. Uh, there's a, there definitely a, uh, a certain... Uh, a certain community, a certain population of people who who don't care um, care for umpires for whatever reason, even though you, you need them to have a game, and because uh, otherwise it's just practice. But you got to make sure that you're being truthful and honest in your post game report if there is an ejection. Uh, you have to if you're warning somebody, you have to go. That's the, there's and say say it. There's your warning. There's your warning. And because then usually when it gets to that point, the manager, coach. Uh, participant i'll quit saying manager coach player uh, parent usually when it gets to a point uh when you are um at the warning stage of a game i would say eight eight times out of ten that person knows that they're leaving the game they they know that that they say one more word that that they're going and they're going to get their money's worth and they're going to say things that they probably don't mean and they're probably not saying it to be hurtful and they're just doing something to maybe get their team riled up or they want to go home or they got a date or whatever it may be so getting to a point where when when, when they're that revved up and they're that angry they don't want to be there anymore and, and that's when uh, you, you, it's in your your best interest to make sure you're you're you got your eyes dotted and your t's crossed and on, on how you're going to about getting rid of a guy and what you're going to say and make sure that it, it is a warranted situation where you you know maybe you you had an itchy finger to to get rid of a guy because he said something he didn't like like when it's a you your your horse shit your horse crap whatever it's going to be that's an automatic thing right you don't have to warn warn that that kind of a deal and like but. Um, you really got to watch what you hear because sometimes what you hear and what what is said, and for those of us who are are married and living with people and, and the rest, sometimes what what is heard and what is said are two different things, and that goes throughout life. So, and it, it, uh, nothing changes in the, in the baseball umpire world because a lot of times what you heard isn't what was said. So you really got to make sure when when you do your report that maybe get some help from your partners and make sure they heard the same thing as well because you can get yourself in, in a heap of trouble where a manager comes out and. And, and, and he said something that you thought you heard, but he didn't really say that or it wasn't directed at you because sometimes he's talking to the catcher uh, or through the catcher to you, right? So uh, it, 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 that's the biggest thing is to, to not have your uh, your rabbit ears on out there because it, it can cause you so much trouble and it doesn't do you any good because at the end of the day, an umpire knows if they've had a good game, bad game, a subpar game. A coach doesn't really, in general, they don't care a whole bunch. They, I, I, I wouldn't say that it, it never happens, but there are times where uh, there isn't very often that a, a coach will blame the umpire um, for a, a 9-2 loss. Right? That's not the umpire's fault. And so you really got to make sure when you're getting to that warning stage that you are correct in doing so. Um, but make sure you're doing it fairly for both sides. Um you can't put up with a bunch because if you give if you give too much leash to these guys, they'll they'll make you crazy and they'll push you to a whole nother level. So that that's the thing is is to make sure like once you get that warning stage, do that's when you probably be, probably be, got to become a cop because the next step is the ejection. And like I just said, when the guys get to that that uh, warning stage, they know they're going and they want to go, and because they 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 know that uh, they they've had a belly full and they've had enough and they don't want to be there anymore. I mean, the old the old uh, there's old sayings and old jokes and everything else like that. Uh, if I got to be here, so do you, right? So I don't know how many times that's actually occurred, but I, I think every umpire 
said that they they've used that a time or two in their life how many actually have i don't know but it's quite a it's quite a funny uh old wise tale old umpire's tale that that line gets used quite quite uh quite substantially but when you get to the that stage make sure you get it right uh because you're going to get a cheer from one side and a boo from the other, right? So you also, you've then you've cut the field in half 100%. Uh, a lot of times coaches, when they get to that point, maybe they're just trying to rev their team up. Maybe they're trying to protect the kid from, from him getting thrown out of a game because uh, it, once once a guy does get thrown out, the rest of the team d- does calm down, in my experience. Um, sometimes parents get a little bit more, more crazy, but kids just want to play, and they want to stay in the game. And a lot of times kids are like, why is he so mad? It's just a game, and I don't care. Pitches up, pitches down, I, I'm, I just want to hit, right? So uh, when, when coaches get that point, and hopefully people listen to this show, uh, you're at a level, I don't know what level most of you guys do. Maybe actually you guys should... Uh, get get back to me at uh, 1420sports at gmail.com and let me know uh, if you're listening to the show or go to our Twitter account or whatever it is, Facebook, and and let us know uh, what levels you're doing and, and some situations you've come, you've come up on. I'd love to have you on the show. We can we, we can discuss the ugly side of baseball, although we try to stay out of that. But I, I just, uh, it's curious, like kids just want to play. Um, they, they don't go there looking for trouble. A lot of times when a guy does get a little bit antsy and a little bit rambunctious, they uh, they got some deep, deep in, in ingrained uh, anger issues that they uh, they probably had is when they played baseball as a kid too so it's just uh, keeping guys in the game it's so important and that's why um the, the the ignoring thing that's the biggest thing you can do as an umpire is ignore as much as you can keep the rabbit ears inside your hat and just just worry about getting the game getting that two hours six innings whatever it is getting that done and not worrying about what a guy said because it doesn't do anybody any good getting a yelling match acknowledging yeah when you get the ejection stage, make sure that you're right. And you know what? And then get off. Get Once you throw a guy out, walk away. Don't get in a yelling match and don't get in a bumping match and everything else. Because you know what? At that point, once the anger comes out, you... Uh, human beings, I shouldn't say you, human beings uh, end up saying some pretty stupid things when they're upset. And when they're mad, they say even, it's upsets one thing, saying dumb things, but when they're mad, they say really dumb things. So the biggest thing after you have it thrown a guy out, and if you you have a big dump or a little dump or whatever it's going to be, like if you you put on a big show, uh, end it. Just end it. Say, that's it. I warned. He's done. You're done. Get out. And, and then be done with it because if you get in a yelling match after the fact then a lot more is going to come out and a lot more um, negativity is going to come into that game and at the big and at the end of the day uh, when the game's over that's your time that's your time to have a beer that's your time to have a burger that's your time to go home and do whatever it is you do you don't want to be spending all night doing uh, doing reports and figuring out how to send it on arbiter or whatever it's going to be so once you get that ejection done with set a precedent then you're a cop and say that you're 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 judge jury and executioner at that point so get it done and call it because it's it it's it doesn't do anyone any good to continue yelling and continue with the anger and then you have to move on to the next pitch the next call whatever it's going to be because the game has to go on don't let that that kind of stuff whether it be your fault his fault her fault don't let don't let there be any finger pointing don't let it ruin the rest of your game because at the end of the day you're out there for the kids and for the rest if there's one one bad apple don't let him spoil the whole bunch get out there get your situation done if you do need to throw a guy out 
get rid of him, get it done, and then move on to the next pitch. Smile a little bit, maybe take a breath, maybe go for a walk, throw throw, throw the ball or hand the ball to the pitcher or whatever it's got to be, but don't let it move on to uh, take a deep breath and and let and move on because, like I said, you still have a game to finish and the rest of the kids matter more than that uh, jackass coach or jackass parent or whoever or, or jackass player that tried to ruin your day. Um, don't let it ruin your day. Go out there with a smile on your face and have a good time and remember why you're out there and what you're, what you're trying to accomplish on a daily basis. It's tough. It can be. It can be maddening, especially with um, you get up to higher levels or games that don't matter a whole bunch, and you get guys who were Johnny Baseball and they they're, they're trying to relive their glory days on the field, Bruce Springsteen glory days, and they're trying to, to prove something that they're not, and it doesn't do anybody any good. And hopefully that it doesn't happen often, and it doesn't. Like there's 300 plus baseball games here in Lethbridge year, and yeah, there's some horror stories, and yeah, there's things that you hear. But in general, most people are good, and most people around around the game of baseball are good, and they want to stay in the game because they like being out there too. Um, tempers do flare. People do think they're right. People do. People know they're wrong. Uh, like I've said, or said earlier in this show, uh, a lot of times the umpire he feels the worst out there when he knows he made a bad call. And there's a lot of time coaches let things go, and so so do umpires. Like if you make a if you make a bad call, know you made a bad call. Don't uh, don't hold their their mistake on them when they don't hold it on you, and that's a, that's probably the best advice I can give uh, from this show is that know that you make mistakes, know that you're going to make another mistake, know that they didn't didn't see it one way. They saw it another way and just move on from it because you know what? It's a long season. You're going to see 300 plus pitches every game, right? And so if you get most of them right, not not even most, you're gonna get you're gonna get 90 percent right. You know, you're, you're going to get most of the, uh, you're going to get nearly all the calls at first base right, all the steals at second base right. You're going to get most rulings right because you, you study your rule book and do it right. But anyways, it's the biggest thing is trying to keep people in games and having the, the wherewithal and trying to have fun and ignoring it, ignore it, ignore it, ignore it. And if you do make a mistake, make a mistake, acknowledge it. Let people know that you're human, move on from it and, and, and go from there. Anyways, had enough there. Anyways, uh, Rocket Sports, thank you very much. Check check them out for uh, all the, the parents and coaches out there that want some training aids, nets and tees and all that kind of stuff because they got it all there at Rocket Sports. And make sure you use the promo code 1420RUKK to save yourself 10% at checkout. Anyways, the holiday season's upon us. Let us know how we're doing here once you listen to the show. We'll put it up all over the, the umpire uh, Facebook accounts and everything else. We'll have it on there. Our, uh, our uh, Southern Alberta Umpire Association account, plus it's on our 1420 uh, uh, podcast pages all over wherever you get your podcast. It'll be up there for sure. So, Hey Blue, uh, the Umpires podcast for umpires, by an umpire, have to do this, back on it again. Uh, half hour show today for you guys for listening pleasure. Make sure you share this with other umpires out there with the younger, older, everything else, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep growing this brand. It's something we got going on. T-shirts are, or the, the undershirts are on order. Just a few... Uh, supply chain issues and all that kind of stuff so we got some of those coming uh, the black the the, the uh, dry fit materials so we've got those coming on the way and everything else we've got some other plans for some stuff for some some uh, memorabilia some merchandise for for uh, the hay blues so we can spread this uh, umpire community throughout uh, canada and north america and such maybe around the world so anyways hey blue an umpire's podcast for umpires by an umpire and remember everybody Hey, and have a good weekend, and we will talk to you guys again. And remember, smart people bunch. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.